Hello, everyone. I'm Alejandro Choza, General Manager of Uber in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome to our partner podcast series. There were a lot of changes to the Uber driver app, so we're highlighting five features you may have missed. Joining me for the rundown is Mo, an Uber driver partner. Glad to have you on the show, Mo. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Thanks, Alejandro. Uh, well, I've been driving Uber for about three years now, and, uh, you know, I like it. I, it was, you know, three years ago, I was uh, one of those people who were in between jobs, and at one point it looked like that, uh, uh, you know, I wasn't going to be able to find work. And then I was told about Uber, and before you know it, I became a driver. I qualified for a new car, and so everything worked out pretty good. So I've been driving for three years now, and uh, it's, nice. it's wonderful. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. So are you from originally the Seattle area? Uh, I've been in Seattle for about four years now. Uh, before that, I was in Seattle, but that was like almost 20 years ago, and then I left and came back. But I've been in Seattle for about four years now. Oh, cool. Yeah. Thank you, Mo. So now uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the 180 Days of Change. As a part of that initiative, there were 38 new features and improvements that were made to the Uber app in 2017. These changes were made because of the feedback from driver partners such as yourself. Mo, what did you think about the 180 Days of Change, and have you seen improvements? Yes, I think it's really important as a driver to give feedback on the Uber experience. Last year, there were lots of events and information sessions to attend, and those were really great opportunities to learn and also to have a voice. I hope my fellow drivers take advantage of those opportunities. Yeah, and we're really open to that feedback, and we're looking for more ways to hear what drivers have to say. Keep a lookout for more of these opportunities in your email, driver app, and through text messages. Now, let's talk about five features you may have missed starting with the long pickup fee. You've probably seen this in the app when it says pickup premium possible. When a trip has a longer pickup, a fee will be added according to time and distance above a time threshold. You can find the specific time threshold at partners.uber.com. Mo, do you have any feedback on this feature? Yeah, on the long trip notifications, it gives us the opportunity to decide whether we want to accept the trip or not. In the past, there has been some concerns about long trip uh, notification because, uh, just to give you an example, you know, you could be downtown Seattle and uh, your first pickup might be in West Seattle, so you have to go across the West Seattle Bridge. And there's been situations where as you're going across the bridge, you get canceled out, things of that nature. And so a lot of drivers, you know, really appreciate this feature here because it gives them the option to decline or to accept. But it's been my experience that when I accept it, I'm already prepared to for a long trip to go and take pick somebody up and then you know they might be going just a short distance from there but I know that uh, because I accepted it there is going to be some compensation for it as well. Well that's great that, it, that you find it useful. The second thing we wanted to talk about are trip type preferences. So these allow you to choose what type of driving you do on the app from UberX to Uber Eats. Mo do you have any experience using that feature? Yes I do. Um, Again, I had uh, an experience where, you know, it was uh, early in the mornings uh, 
and I was out as usual trying to do my regular airport pickup runs. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't realize that my app was set for all trips. And so it came up an Uber Eats trip and, you know, right in the middle of me trying to do that. And I had to decline the trip and that count against my uh, my ratings for cancellation. But now I have the option to to go into the app and to set it for just X rides only. And uh, I won't have to worry about Uber Eats on that part until I'm ready to do Uber Eats. And so that's that's the benefit of having that feature. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're working to make sure that drivers have the ability to work when they want, how they want, and, and really give that flexibility. Mm-hmm. So number three, we'd like to talk about arrival times for destinations. This is an upgrade to the destinations feature, and it lets you set a location along with the time you need to be there. That way you can be sure the trip doesn't interfere with your daily schedule. Have you used this feature, Mo? Yes. Actually, I use it quite often. When you already have, like, uh, things to do outside of your Uber, and uh, this feature here allows you to set your destinations. For an example, uh, my wife gets off around 5 o'clock, and I like to be home generally when she's home, you know, and so I might set my destination filter uh, to go back towards home, and that way I know I'm not going to be ended up with a trip that's going to take me the opposite direction and I'm not able to get back home or if I have a doctor's appointment or something of that nature or I have to pick up my granddaughter from school or something, this is a great feature to have. Yeah, make sure you're not late. Mm-hmm. Cool. For number four, we'd like to talk about scheduled trip notifications. This tells driver when a trip was scheduled by the rider. That info is going to pop up when the rider requests comes through initially. Mm-hmm. Have you gotten that notification at all? I've gotten it a couple of times. Uh, not as often as I do other trips, but I've had it a couple of times, and they're great. It's good to know that when somebody schedules a trip, then they're less likely to cancel it. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes up on the app, and you know, I'm happy to receive it. Great. Oh, yeah. So now for our final update, 24-7 phone support. So this was introduced back in July of 2017, and I know it's been a helpful resource for drivers, and it's given Uber a chance to get valuable feedback from drivers when they call into that Mm -hmm. support. Have you had the need to call in at any time? Uh, Yeah, I've called in a couple of times. Uh, It's gotten a lot better. At Mm -hmm. first, you know, there were a few kinks that had to be worked out, just like anything else, but now when you call in for partner support, uh, there's somebody who you can actually talk to and get your issues resolved fairly quickly. So that's a good thing. Great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know sometimes it's easier to just chat somebody over the phone than through email where there's a lot of back and forth. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were really excited about rolling that out, and Mm -hmm. it's going to keep improving over time goes by, so we're excited to see that evolve. Before we sign off, we wanted to introduce a new segment where we highlight a five-star compliment for an Uber driver partner. This compliment was given to Lamont L. with the writer saying, If I could give a six out of five, I would. Amazing everything. Hands down the best Uber driver in all of Seattle. Thank you, Lamont, for giving the rider such an amazing experience. Well, that's it for the show. Thank you, Mo, for being our guest host. And thank you to everyone else for tuning in to recap all the exciting changes and improvements to the Uber app. We're striving for continuous improvements to the Uber experience, so look out for those as they become available. If you want to check out past episodes of the podcast, go to t.uber.com forward slash partner podcast. And thanks for listening.